0: that. You know I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man, watch it. Howdy folks, so nice of you to join me again. Even nicer for me to join you, huh? And speaking of that, apologies in advance because I know I just barely got back into the saddle again and here I am already handing off the microphone to somebody else. Sort of. Because, yep, I'm doing one of my open mic nights this evening. And to whom am I going to be handing the microphone over? You might ask. Well, Jesse Smith, I might answer. And then you might ask, well, just who the heck is Jesse Smith? Well, he is an independent journalist who operates the Truth Unmuted website, which is, according to them, quote, dedicated to exposing the lies, motives, and methods of the global cabal trying to force humanity into a new world order. The website covers issues like technocracy, globalism, transhumanism, politics, health, and other relevant topics that tie into global agendas, end quote. Neat! You're listening to Alternate Current Radio, I'm Adam Clark, and this is The Daily Ruckus. According to their website, Truth Unmuted was born from years of searching for answers to some of life's most puzzling questions. Our Christian worldview informs us that a battle between the forces of light and darkness is constantly being fought. The apostle Paul describes this warfare being quote against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the Heavenly places. End quote. As we grasped the reality of this war, we began seeking understanding about these principalities powers, and rulers of the darkness. The more we searched for answers, the more we found that the most frequent enemy of humanity lies in its governments and institutions. The most frequent motive for betraying humanity is lust and greed. The Bible states that the love of money is the root of all evil. Those who relentlessly pursue riches also lust for the power that accompanies it. Though the wealthy and powerful frequently compete against each other they also often collude in complex ways to expand their worldly dominance. We are experiencing the rise of this collusion on a global scale. It is affecting every sector of human life. Most of our mainstream media is controlled by only six mega-corporations. Big Pharma controls what we put in our body, profiting from human sickness. Big Agriculture compromises our food supply. GMO seeds. Big tech spies on us and sells our data to the highest bidder. Big government compromises our political systems by allowing big industry to go unregulated and forge powerful monopolies. We are constantly being spied on, lied to, and manipulated by those who are supposed to be ensuring our freedoms. Conspiracies are real. Those who try to convince you otherwise are part of the problem. In fact, keeping you in the dark is their most important important task. However, Truth Unmuted is dedicated to exposing the lies, motives, and methods of the global cabal trying to force humanity into a new world order. TruthUnmuted.org The following selection, written by Jesse Smith, was posted on November 14th, 2021, on TruthUnmuted.org, titled Chaos Out of Order, The Road to Serfdom. The Latin phrase ordo ab cao, better known as order out of chaos, is often associated with the traditions of Freemasonry and the occult. Its conspiratorial overtones suggest that nefarious actors with immense power work behind the scenes to create societal chaos so that people will demand that things be put back in order. The resulting order is predetermined by the will of diabolical conspirators and serves to further their agenda of control and manipulation. This type of scheming often kept tyrannical monarchs enthroned while depriving people of individual liberty and humane living conditions. Rebelling against autocratic tyranny, the founders of the United States of America put a monkey wrench in the motherland's hellish plans. They sought to create an order of peace, prosperity, and freedom from the chaos of despotic rule they had been subject to for so long. Their brave actions empowered people to determine their own destinies, freeing them From those who governed with a heavy hand Societies function best When its citizens share Common beliefs and values Out of the chaos that stemmed From the American Revolution The Declaration of Independence, U.S. Constitution And Bill of Rights Were established to bring order And unity in a newly established Form of government This system of government was created As the antithesis to Authoritarian monarchical Regimes that fostered tyranny and oppression at every turn. These groundbreaking formative documents recognized that governments are merely protectors of God-given human rights not grantors. Though the U.S. is made up of people from all walks of life, these governing deeds bind us together as free individuals with unalienable rights to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. This is why thousands of people emigrate to the U.S. every year from countries that trample upon these basic human rights. Constitutional charters guaranteeing human rights must also be accompanied by a system of law and order to ensure society functions properly. Countries based on the rule of law require citizens and civil servants alike to maintain a moral code of honor that upholds societal structure. Unfortunately, most of world history is tainted by dictatorial government systems that suppressed human rights and violated moral standards. Though U.S. history is stained with the horrors of slavery, Jim Crow segregation, the abhorrent treatment of its indigenous people, and many other atrocities, the great experiment to protect individual rights and balance federal powers has been more Successful than most governments That preceded it, though some would argue The framers of the constitution Incorporated biblical principles To establish a system Of governmental checks and Balances, preventing any one Branch from becoming too powerful This system created true Order out of chaos John Adams, America's second President, envisioned a society Based on the Bible as a Quote-unquote utopia and Paradise, writing in 17 fifty six. Quote, suppose a nation in some distant region should take the Bible for their only law book and every member should regulate his conduct by the precepts there exhibited. Every member would be obliged in conscience to temperance, frugality, and industry, to justice, kindness, and charity towards his fellow men, and to piety, love, and reverence toward Almighty God. What a utopia, what a paradise this region would be, End quote. Adams showed a profound understanding of the type of people it would take to uphold and prosper the constitutional government, stating, quote, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other, End quote. He was also deeply aware that immoral and frivolous pursuits would undermine the American Republic, declaring, quote, Avarice, ambition, revenge, or gallantry would break the strongest cords of our Constitution as a whale goes goes through a net. End quote. Another important caveat regarding Americans' founding is that it was formed as a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Pure democracies allow elected leaders to violate constitutional rights and offer no restraint against the will of the majority. Constitutional republics do not allow elected leaders to forego the Constitution and work to ensure equality for minorities. Here are some further details on other differences. Democracy. Ruled by a majority that enjoys unlimited power, minority groups have no protection. Republic. Follows a written constitution that protects the rights of the minority from being infringed upon by the majority. Democracy. Individuals can make their own decisions except in those situations that the majority has limited. Republic. Generally, individuals can make their own decisions, especially in situations where the constitution Protects their unalienable rights. Democracy. While all citizens supposedly have a say in government and are to be treated as equals, the majority often ends up tyrannically ruling the minority. Republic. Generally, all citizens are supposed to have an equal say and be treated equally, especially as protected under the Constitution. Democracy. Freedom of religion is permitted to the extent that the majority does not limit religious freedom for the minority public, generally, religious freedom is permitted, especially as protected under the Constitution. Democracy. Private property is permitted, though the majority may place limits on the property rights of the minority. Republic. Generally, private property is permitted, especially as protected under the Constitution. And so on. In America is a Republic, not a Democracy, author Bernard Dobsky, Ph.D., further outlines the distinctions between democracies and constitutional republics, stating, Quote, contrary to popular belief, America is not nor was it meant to be a pure democracy. America is a republic. Nevertheless, more and more voices today are calling for America to become a direct democracy. America's founders carefully thought through the problems of direct democracy and explicitly rejected this model, and for good reason. They saw that because ancient democracies lacked any social or institutional forces that could check refine or moderate the will of the majority, they were prone to great instability, riven by factionalism, and subject to the passions and short-sightedness of the public. Direct democracies were thus vulnerable to tyranny." Quote. The framers of the Constitution and Republican form of government knew what tyranny looked like. They did not want to recreate conditions that would perpetuate it on American soil. Instead, they developed a new society based on the preeminence of individual rights. It called for high moral character, personal responsibility, and a strong work ethic to thrive. It also placed these same requirements on government representatives. If the representatives failed, the people had the right and responsibility to replace them with individuals who were up to the task. If the people failed to hold the representatives accountable, the entire system risked collapsing into a dictatorial style of government. Almost immediately after the United States of America was formed, it was placed in the crosshairs of the oppressive, ruling class from which many settlers had escaped. People who desire to rule over others hate Republican forms of government. Authoritarians prefer governments that allow them to control populations, not set them free. These days, you almost never hear about the difference between democracies and republics. Instead, our puppet media and government officials rant incessantly about protecting and broadening American democracy. If you've ever wondered why the US government, the military-industrial complex, and politicians from both major parties are such staunch champions of democracy, it's because it allows for tyrannical rule under the guise of a free society. Our government is one where a small minority wields the levers of power behind the scenes, while giving the people the illusion that they are in control. America's founders created a fair and orderly government system to protect against the chaos of tyranny. What is now rapidly unfolding in America and many other western nations is a plan to destroy this order and plunge them into chaos. Those who hate individual freedom and rule of law are literally creating chaos out of what were once well-ordered societies and governments. Globalists, central bankers, and leftists of all varieties, including neo-Marxists, communists, socialists, are encircling America and many allied nations like vultures waiting to pounce on the flesh of a fresh carcass. The quote-unquote build-back-better bunch, including all major corporations, are working overtime to destroy the foundations America was built upon. They desire to obliterate freedom of religion, free speech, the right to private property, and other guaranteed constitutional rights. They yearn to destroy and rebuild America in their image, making it ripe for authoritarian control. They are executing a great reset To remake the financial system A fourth industrial revolution To redefine what it means to be human And a global surveillance grid To watch and regulate your every move They want control of your DNA The food supply Biological diversity Natural resources And even your brain Through totally unwarranted COVID-1984 Quote-unquote vaccine mandates They want to restrict your right To participate in the economy They claim all of this must be done For the greater good because they despise individuality. They view us as property to either be exterminated or absorbed into their new systems as mind-controlled slaves. Through mouthpieces like World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab, this global syndicate of constitutional opposition has openly declared that they want us to own nothing and be happy. Through fascist, public-private partnerships and corporate behemoths like BlackRock and Vanguard, they are consolidating almost all of the planet's wealth they desire to place everyone who's not part of their club on the road to serfdom. To them, the U.S. Constitution is just a piece of paper. It has been almost completely nullified by President Trump's emergency declaration, even though I and many others have proven there was never any real emergency. The Bill of Rights has also largely been suspended due to the fake COVID-19 quote-unquote crisis. Why else would thousands of people who were once considered essential employees be fired from their jobs for not complying with illegal, unconstitutional vax mandates. We're now living in the era where emergency powers and executive orders have suspended the Constitution, the supreme law of the land. Instead of the constitutional republic that America was founded upon, the insidious cabal of ultra-wealthy globalists and their minions at every societal level have transformed it into a corporatocracy, cacastocracy, kleptocracy, oligarchy, plutocracy, and technocracy. Some of the ideologies being utilized to force this new quote-unquote utopian government upon America and the world include collectivism, communitarianism, communism, and transhumanism. What will result are societies that are lawless, neo-feudal, panoptic, satanic, and totalitarian, as more people are discovering that not all is what it seems. A lot of anger and blame is being pointed at government officials and wealthy elites. However, we the people also need to look within ourselves. Though it's true that a small group of God-hating sociopaths are rapidly plotting world domination, it's equally true that the citizenry has neglected its duty to hold these people accountable to the rule of law. The phrase, eternal vigilance is the price of liberty, has often been attributed to Thomas Jefferson, but probably stems from a speech by abolitionist Wendell Phillips in 1852. Regardless of its origins, the sentiment rings true. We as a society have largely failed to heed these words of wisdom. As the culture has become more immoral and irreligious each decade, our governments and institutions have mirrored this decline. If the citizens are corrupted and distracted by all manner of frivolous pursuits, then who retains the moral authority to call public servants to account for their misdeeds? When courage has disappeared, standards have diminished And religious beliefs cast aside. Is it any wonder why we're faced with a beast-like system trying to destroy us on every level? As simple as it sounds, many public servants have been corrupted by the love of money and its resultant increase of power. For the love of money, that is, the greedy desire for it and the willingness to gain it unethically, is a root of all sorts of evil. And some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves through and through with many sorrows. First Timothy chapter six, verse ten, amplified. We'd be astounded. If the full extent to which our political and societal leaders have been debased by promises of large sums of money were ever revealed. However, this corruption has taken place among the larger population as well. It's one of the reasons certain people are so easily distracted from the destruction that is taking place. But it isn't just a money issue. Another major problem is apathy. We as a nation have become greatly demoralized. This demoralization is one of the key steps to a complete Marxist takeover. The other three steps, destabilization, crisis, and normalization are well underway and potentially reaching the stage of irreversibility. We've fallen right into the hands of those who rely on our trust, but are up to no good. The only way the two-faced, fork-tongued Svengali's running our governments, corporations, schools, hospitals, media, and even churches could ascend to such well-entrenched power is that we the people have given them trust that they do not deserve. When good people do nothing to stop those who spit on Biblical principles and constitutional laws from gaining power We get what we deserve Those seeking power and control will fill the void created by the lack of eternally vigilant citizens Responsible for holding public servants accountable to the laws of the land As more people die and suffer devastating injuries from the experimental gene therapies masquerading as life-saving vaccines a movement of resistance to unlawful mandates is gaining steam Though the tide is slowly churning, until we arrive at a critical mass of those willing to risk it all to stand for their beliefs and uphold the laws of the land, we will continue down the trajectory of total control by despots. It is time for national repentance. As a nation, we must return to the laws and values established by the founders and those who sought freedom from persecution for their religious beliefs. There is no way out of this mess without it. For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been the Daily Ruckus for Friday, March 25th, 2022. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.